You've been listening to Flat Black Blessed on MutinyRadio.fm. Tune in again and stick around for the smoke signals. insomnia, anxiety, stress, chronic brain, depression, nausea, and can induce euphoria and stimulate appetite? I'm going to guess waffles. <laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> Actually, Alex, the food I'm talking about are cannabis-based medicinal extracts. Cannabis-based medicinal extracts? That sounds like you're smoking drugs, Ed. No, baby. There are smokeless, safe, and less expensive alternative to smoking. But can I use it to sleep? Yes, baby! Good! Because I'm so excited by this that I may never sleep again! And it sounds like you, Alex, may want to check out the number 4AltaCalifornia.com. That's 4AltaCalifornia.com for a non-addictive, pharmaceutical-free alternative to smoking medical marijuana. Check them out today at number 4AltaCalifornia.com. Join us every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. for Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse here on Mutiny Radio. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin, bringing you the best of San Francisco's underground comedy scene here every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. It's only $2. You can bring your own beer and listen to comedy here every Friday, 8 to 10 p.m., 21st in Florida. It's MutinyRadio.fm. The House of Pride radio show, LGBT radio for everyone. Funky interviews, funky beats, talking drag queens, and much, much more. It's LGBT radio for everyone. Listen live every Wednesday, 6 to 8 p.m. House of Pride Radio, LGBT radio for everyone. Celebrating the considerable contributions of the LGBT community in San Francisco and beyond. Every Wednesday, 6 to 8 p.m. Listen here for hot new local beats by LGBT artists and listen to live interviews. Tune in, turn on every Wednesday, 6 to 8 p.m. House of Pride Radio with drag queen personalities, Tweeka Turner and Pearl T. Are you sick of reading the news? Do you even bother to read the news anymore? Do you need someone to read it to you because it's just so disgusting and depressing? If so, then the Weekly Review is the show for you. Join Roman Reimer as Roman reads the news, whether it be LGBTQ issues, cannabis legalization, prison abolition, police brutality, 
or many other issues that sometimes the media just doesn't feel the need to cover, listen in Fridays at Noon Mutiny Radio. Roman's also joined by activists, community organizers, artists, and many other great folks working to make the world a better place. Have no fear. The news is here. And if you feel like yelling about it, well then Roman will be yelling with you. The Weekly Review, Fridays at Noon on Mutiny Radio. Hello, comrades. This is your comrade, Zach Wiseman, host of government-sponsored program, Communist Folding Chairs, mandated by the Kremlin to occur every Monday, 2 to 4 p.m., broadcast by our comrades at mutinyradio.fm. Sit, relax, listen to my comrades in stand-up comedy march honorably through their cold balance sets, and other comrades make fun of them. Because in Mother Russia, if you can't laugh about starving for turnip and beet and attention, you are a capitalist pig, and the KB- KGB will visit you shortly. Every Monday, 2 to 4 p.m. in the future of your community, MutinyRadio.fm and the Boys and Girls Club Mission Clubhouse needs your help. Please donate to keep the Radio Clash Institute right now alive on the air every Thursday from 4.50 to 5.50 p.m. Donations are tax deductible. Donate online at www.MutinyRadio.fm or just stop by the station at 21st Street and Florida. That's 2781 21st Street and throw some cash in the big glass jar. Stop by to experience live audience friendly shows every day of the week and know that you're supporting the future of the mission by keeping free speech alive for all ages. This PSA is brought to you by your friends and community partners at MutinyRadio.fm. Hi, I'm Chuck Weiss. If you're an old baby boomer like me, pain is probably something you've learned to live with by now. Yes, there are drugs on the market that help, but they come with side effects and shouldn't be used for extended periods of time. But fortunately, there is an effective natural pain reliever available in this state, medical cannabis. Let me tell you about Alta California Botanicals. They're a manufacturer of fine cannabis tinctures. Now you can take your medication in liquid form, much more discreet than pulling out a pipe and lighting up. Alta California Botanicals offers five different formulations, each one addressing a specific medical concern. There are two that are designed for pain, one to be swallowed, of course, and a new one for external use only. I'm going to have to try that one myself on my arthritic fingers. There's a tincture for stress and one for anxiety. They'll certainly keep you mellow. And there's even one for people who suffer from MS. The cannabis tinctures from Alta California Botanicals come in one half ounce bottles. Each batch is laboratory tested and certified free of pesticides and mold. In other words, completely natural and unadulterated. Alta California Botanicals doesn't sell directly to the public, of course, but if you visit their website at Alta, A-L-T-A, CaliforniaBotanicals.com and enter your zip code, they'll give you a list of dispensaries near you that keep their tinctures in stock. 
Now here's a tip for the holiday season. Keep a couple of extra bottles of the stress formula handy. It'll help maintain your cool amongst all that shopping madness. I'm Chuck Weiss for AltaCaliforniaBotanicals.com. Do you have a great idea for a product or service but don't know where to start? Are you looking to expand your current business? Women's Initiative of San Francisco began its business management training program for low-income, high-potential women in 1988. To attend a free orientation on how you can achieve your dream of starting your own business, or for more information, please contact 415-641-3460 or visit womensinitiative.org. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio. Planned Parenthood is a trusted healthcare provider, an informed educator, a passionate advocate, and a global partner helping similar organizations around the world. Planned Parenthood delivers vital reproductive health care, sex education, and information to millions of women, men, and young people worldwide. For nearly 100 years, Planned Parenthood has promoted a common-sense approach to women's health and well-being based on respect for each individual's rights to make informed, independent decisions about health, sex, and family planning. Please visit PlannedParenthood.org. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco. The Berkeley Free Clinic was founded in 1969 as a street medicine clinic, but quickly found a permanent home in the Berkeley community. It has become an icon in the area and has served countless thousands in a variety of ways during its 45-year history. Fees have never been charged for any services, materials, medications, or supplies provided at the Berkeley Free Clinic. Income has been generated solely via individual or organizational donations and government programs. To volunteer your time or to make a donation or for more information visit berkeleyfreeclinic.org this public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at mutiny radio meals on wheels is dedicated to fostering independent living for san francisco seniors by providing hot nutritious meals delivered to their homes they're committed to fostering independent loving for as long as possible for more information, please call Meals on Wheels at 415-920-1111. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco. The name of the game is compassion. The name of the game is compassion. To play the game we have at hand. Get ready to open and expand. The name of the game is compassion. Take this lesson home. Compassion is the key to life. Learn this lesson well. Compassion is the key to life. Compassion is the key to life. There's no such thing as perfection. There's no such thing as perfection. If you think you have to be right, could win the battle but lose the fight. There's no such thing as perfection. Take this lesson home. Compassion is the key to life. Bye. 
beautiful theme song to let's watch a full-length movie on youtube with mike spiegelman and carl hi carl hi mike glad to be here glad to, glad to be here we have special guests we have paul and mistress christine from the podcast show prior to us from the edge of insanity uh please give it up for paul brumbaugh and uh uh mistress christine good to see you guys yay, yay. glad to be here very well, we're excited. Yeah, well, we can't celebrate the summer without watching a movie uh, together. And uh, that's the premise of our show. We're best known as L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That is our acronym. You can find our podcast by that in those initials. You can find us on Twitter and YouTube with those initials. And you can find us on Facebook as Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube. You can hear us first prior to the podcast drop uh, every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm. We stream first there, and prior to our show is Paul Brumbaugh's show. Paul, do you want to give a description of your show? Absolutely. People ask me all the time, what is my format? There is no format. Um, but one thing that, that is a staple is every week we do talk to Patrick Carlin, which yeah. you guys are uh, – he's infamous with you two. So uh, Patrick Carlin's there every 420 for the 420 shout-out. We do news. We uh, do comedy, music, and much, much more. So definitely check out The Edge of Insanity from 12 to 2 on Mutiny Radio. Sounds great. So you can make it an afternoon and listen to streaming shows on mutinyradio.fm. They're our only sponsor. Will we suggest go to Bemo and donate money to at Mutiny Radio. And meanwhile, we want to watch a full-length movie on YouTube. Carl, what's the movie today? Today we're watching Burglar, 
1987, <gasps> Burglar. That's what you put in the Whoopi Goldberg engine. Yes, Whoopi Goldberg. Right. Gotcha. How many E's are in Burglar? <laughs> Just the one. <laughs> Just we the like okay. um, you know the channel Full Screen Movies Collection. That's for us. Ooh. Yeah, classy. Okay, so go ahead and find the link. It's called Whoopi Goldberg Burglar Comedy Crime Full Movie 180p. Uh, click the link, hit pause, move the little marker to zero, zero, zero. We have none other than the countdown king himself. Yes, the maestro descending numerals to do our countdown. It's a Sunday afternoon. Let's get ready to Brumbaugh. Please, please give us the honor, Paul Brumbaugh. Hey, guys. Thank you. I appreciate it. And it's Berglar. It's Berglar. I'm sure you uh, pronounce it correctly. Here we go. You guys know the drill. Let's do this in true quarantine style. Make sure you wash your hand before you touch your device. And let's do this yeah. thing. Put the hand over the triangle and do it in three, two, one, go. Oh, I'm excited. Oh, wow. This is a little hard. On... Salvador Dali. Yeah. Wow. No, wait. Hold on. Warner Brothers. <laughs> yeah. It's a heat wave in Burbank. It's a lot. The, the oh, Warner Brothers sure. block is really hot. This is Time Warner, uh, AOL hey. Time Warner. So this week, oh, hey, Alcatraz. 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 Look at that Alcatraz fog. in the old Bay Bridge. Old Bay Bridge. The old gay Free bridge. Pre-earthquake. Oh, Pre-earthquake, yeah. This movie is totally 87. Yeah. Two years before the big one. So we'll see a lot of things that are not now in the city, uh, like various, I don't know, mouse traps and... Well, they're right still now we got <laughs> they're still there. Yeah, they're all, they, thirty years later they look fucking the same. <laughs> <laughs> all the assholes are still coming out. We're in Marin County. Clearly, fancy. Who's your favorite character, right? Did you love Chelsea? You're a big Aaron Marin County fan. <laughs> I loved Aaron Marin, Marin County. Doc Watt, man. He's shocked. You know, it's a good movie when he starts off with the star's ass. <laughs> scratching her ass. Yeah, she's scratching her ass for a shot. Ooh, the ridden horses. That's the horse Bobcat. train. Bobcat. One of Bobcat's best movies ever, by the way. He Better is. than Hot Shot? Yes, absolutely. Oh, I like Hot Shot, oh, too. That's an awesome movie. Yeah, that is an awesome movie. Oh, and G.W. Bailey. It wasn't G.W. Bailey in uh, Police Academy movies. Yeah, yeah, but he's also in a current show that Christine watches all the time. Uh, what was the name of the show? The Closer. The Closer. Oh. Detective Lieutenant Louis Provenza. Yeah. Louis Provenza. Yeah. He's Provenza. Provenza. I don't think I've ever seen that show. Does she have a tattoo of a tear in her eye? Yeah, she is an ex-con in this film, and that lets us know that. But she killed a man, oh, right? Isn't all that Don Goodman. Don Goodman. Nothing like an 80s film with 80s Goodman. He was so good in, in Revenge Isn't of the Nerds. Isn't Anne DeSalvo the one from uh, SCTV? No. No, you'll you'll know her from. Um, she was the prostitute in Arthur. 
Right. Okay. You'll know her face. Doctor Spiegelman's life. That person. I totally thought she was. The, totally thought she was the lady from uh, SCTV. Andrea Martin, maybe. Andrea Martin County. <laughs> Inside that box is a button. Just act like the maid. for the box. Just sits in her bag. So you like this song, right? Reach for the, raise up your head and reach for your dreams, burglar. <laughs> it's a totally '80s song, and like sometimes songs you used to like and then they don't hold up. But I got to tell you. I was there in the 80s, and I hated this kind of music. It's a dime a dozen. You can't be, like, uh, making a movie without an inspirational theme song. But, I mean, it had that, like, I'm young drum machine, right? And and those terrible synthesizers. Okay. Reminds me of Beverly Hills Cop movie. Right. Yeah, like Harold Holtemeyer or something. Oh, come on. So they've got Sheena E in, in the E Street Band and there were a couple. What was Sheena E's group? Miami Sound Machine, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I one of those. Uh, she's going to... Now, Whoopi has been casing this joint out for two weeks, okay? And she knows this guy's routine. He goes jogging and it lasts 20 minutes. But for some reason today he decides something feels wrong. And he turns around and starts heading home. He has a sixth sense. You know that paper towel roll, if you stick it in front of your eyes, it makes it look like a periscope. Yeah. You only see one. Yeah. Here, Pretty like, crafty. Ah, wrong. Tunnel vision. <laughs> There's so many things you can do with a used paper towel. I just wouldn't throw it in the garbage just yet. Can make a periscope. Well, you would need two of in. them, Mike. Two of them to make a periscope. Oh, right. To make a break. <laughs> I'm just making a scope. <laughs> there, there, letters. A scope. Telescope. She's checking the time. She knows everything's cool. But we can see over her shoulder the guy's going to be returning early. Right. Damn fucking ruin. Oh, she's having she's a smoke too. A <laughs> wow. She's she's got the gloves on, so they'll never trace the the. Uh... Ooh, the S diamond. Oh, he deserves a smoke after all that shit. Now this is what she's going looking. for. It's a very rare, yeah, yeah, here's valuable stamp. And there he is. Ooh. Yeah, you can see in the background. Wow, it's Elvis' that, one stamp. That looks like young Elvis. Old Elvis. He came because uh, he forgot his I'm sorry. Now, this looks like a game of the house. Somebody is smoking a cigarette. Oh, damn. Yeah, right. You would notice that now. I thought that someone broke in and someone broke in and lit up a cigarette. Totally noticed that. And he notices his watch is gone, his money is gone. Something's wrong. 
He doesn't notice. Doesn't he doesn't smell anything yet. He doesn't notice the watch yet. He just kind of smells something and senses something's weird. Where my and watch? He, now, now the watch is gone. Now he knows fucking something's going on. Excuse my language, kids at home. Watchkeeper. Now this isn't planned. Oh, here comes his personal driver. And she's totally doing no. like what you do when the police come and you're smoking a joint. You guys put out your cigarette when the Uber shows up. I love it's it because start they don't acting. even notice that she has two. Doesn't even notice that they don't notice that she has two teardrops. Like she's been in jail for killing two people. I know uh, that's the craziest thing. Just an old lady with two Trinitats. I thought that they were black teardrops, but it was just um, her skin tone. Oh, really? Okay. Thank you for the clarification. That's why we go to Carl. Carl, let's go to the booth and see what Carl says. Yeah, check it out on the Prejudice Coast. Yeah, the Prejudice Coast. Yeah, man. This coast has improved. Yeah, the funny thing Even is he's wearing, a Fila, uh, he's wearing a Fila uh, jogging suit. He's all fitted up. I wonder yeah, if that's that's she has escaped. So she's escaped, and now we meet Carl. Coincidentally named Carl, and that is, uh, of Crazy course, our animal. favorite comedian. And he is a dog groomer. And he watches vintage uh, game shows. Now, are they back in San Francisco? Yeah. And it's her, her, it's her best friend, um, Carl. Carl Heffler's. Aww. Yeah, some Thank of the funniest Carl. exchanges in this movie. Yeah. Okay, now, this well, really this doesn't be, make sense yeah. to me. She's an ex-con, but she's also the owner of a small business. She sells books. Hate Street this Books. This looks like the anarchist. Uh, it looks like the anarchist uh, bookstore, the one that's on Hate Street. Uh, or the record store. There's the, a record store that was in there. Yeah, there's a... The, Sorry, the, the police kind of guy. It's hate street right. books, and I hate street books. <laughs> you wrote a hate street record. You love street records. Well, they definitely have to be up off the street. This is a record store. I don't know. Obviously, I don't know if it's still around, but uh, right before Hayden Ashbury. You can see the minibuses behind it, too. They looked like sardines back then. Oh, she sells keys, too. They sell everything. Yeah, I don't understand that. Okay, now, she's locking up the door, and she's putting clothes sign up. And the guy who's buying books doesn't understand what's going on. Right. So now he takes his one paperback, rings it up, and it comes to $64. And he's like, what? That's a lot back then. There you go. It's $4. Yeah, 
But I just wanted uh, how to influence, uh, how to win and influence people, win, win people and influence friends. Now she's just really curious about what's in his bag. Exactly right. Come on, tell me what's in your bag. They're keys. They're a bunch of locks. I don't think you'd be interested. It's his lunch from his home. Oh, you're shoplifting this book too? That'll be eighty-four dollars. <laughs> Whoa! Uh, not not good to have a gun in a bookstore. That's not fair. Three against one. Smith, Wesson, and Whoopi. <laughs> now look, remember she locked the door? Suddenly it's unlocked? No, she didn't unlock it. She 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 changed the sign. She locked it too? Yeah, the internet thought that that was a continuity gaffe. He goes, she goes, hey man, weren't you in that uh, Police Academy movie? <laughs> Who's Bobcat? Bobcat was in two, three, and four. He probably is the best. Oh, these books. Look at that corduroy jacket. Okay, so what we find out now is this guy is an ex-cop, and he's got something on Whoopi that could send her back to jail. So he told her about the rare stamp, okay? And she went and stole it. She she's supposed to sell it and give him twenty thousand dollars. She's he's putting the squeeze on her. Wow, this movie hasn't even started yet, and this guy's already. No, he was in Mannequin, right? He was like, in he's, Mannequin. He's in another... <clears throat> yeah, he. It's not just police again. No, no, Although he, he got was also up a regular him. on Mash. Oh, that's right. right. Was he Rizzo or something? Rock. Yeah, he was Luther something Rizzo like on MASH from 79 to 83. Ah, Rizzo, I was right. That's right. Oh, my God. That's basically the full span of the show. Now Whoopi's having hardship because she just can't sell her stamp. Too hot. Marin police are coming in. Now, where I know G.W. Bailey first, I mean, I'm not a fan of the Police Academy movies like you are. I first bumped into him in Rustler's Rhapsody. Oh, my God. What a film. And that's that was a, two years earlier. Tom yeah. Tom. Yeah. Right, what's Tom his name? Tom, Tom. What's his name? Behringer. Behringer. Yeah, who's also in Platoon. I love that guy. What's the one? Uh, Hyde Place. Side or no, or someone with him and Sidney Poitier. Time to kill. Uh, or no. Yeah, that was uh, Raps, Raps, Rhapsody in the Sun. Huh. I know him from Minor That's League. That's another one. That's not the same one. Oh, yeah, Minor League. Yeah, Tom Berenger. Hmm. This is back when we all were watches. Now, the 
the guy who she can't sell the stamp to, like, felt her pain. And so she gave, he gave her the inside scoop on a job for a dentist. And he's, she's going to check it out right now. Huh. She's been writing off a, a dental clean on, on, the, on the production bill, is she? I think my character needs to get her teeth cleaned. Yeah. Whoopi, don't pull that shit on us. And then uh, maybe go to the optometrist, get an eye check. I was back when you could smoke in the dentist's office. That's right. <laughs> Ma'am, can We're you put your cigarette down? I'm trying to... Okay, now this is a stereotype about dentists who get fresh with their patients, and we're going to see him like rub his crotch on her hand. That was a coincidence. It just happened. Uh, nah. There, oh. <laughs> rub it in. Oh, what a coincidence. Oh, love rub. Up oh, here yeah, she is, vulnerable. Susan Sarandon. What? That's like, not Susan Sarandon. That's like, dude, what are you talking about? Susan Sheldrake. That's what's her face. Wow, Susan Sarandon. Uh, that's, not yeah, that's not Susan Sarandon. That's not Susan Sarandon. I loved her in Witness. She was great. Susan Sarandon? Yeah. Okay, so now Susan Sarandon's noticing she's got a cavity. Uh-oh. So, so you did hear us. That's no way that's Susan Sarandon, right? <laughs> sure. She has had a great career, Susan. She said it burglar. <laughs> you're right. You're right. It's uh, Leslie Ann Warren is her name. But yeah, I that's it. her name. You're just... That's right. Yanking your... To say the got one guy's rubbing his crotch, you're yanking my dong. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Man, Meryl Streep really knows how to play, uh, play this role. So what we've learned is she has an ex-husband, and the ex-husband essentially stole her jewelry. But she can't report it missing to the police because she gets paid a lot of times by illegals, and she gets paid in cash. And so she's been buying the jewelry to hide from the IRS, so she can't go to the cops. Yeah. She's laundering the right. jewelry. So she's going to give me inside tip on his apartment how to get in here's the key get me my jewelry back and whoopi demands twenty thousand dollars because that's what she's oh, got to pay um uh gw bailey yeah, 25 yeah yeah she asked for 25 but she has to pay uh dude 20. so she's gonna pocket an extra five thousand dollars that is immoral Hang on, let me check the. Let me get my calculator. This is every apartment. It's every apartment company. Every apartment in San Francisco, by the way. That's what they all look like. Oh, beautiful. Almost, I, you California know, I went to an apartment. California. Nob Hill. 
Yeah. yeah I've been to an apartment in Lebanon. Yeah. So, yeah, it's by the synagogue. The ex-husband has gone out, and now shes it's her chance to sneak in and uh, start burglaring. Some of this stuff looks so beautiful in this movie. And you can tell it's the architecture of the Bay Area. The way how everything's kind of compact and... Mm-hmm. There's like the the the, the yeah. walls are kind of divided a little bit. Oh, hello! We must go to the opera house. <laughs> you think they're going to the symphony or the opera house? Probably Magic Flute. Oh yes, it must be Christmas. Okay, so she goes in, and a burglar alarm goes off, and she's mad at Susan Sarandon. Thanks for letting me know about the burglar alarm. Yeah. Why didn't we even hire you? My favorite thing about this podcast is you, you totally get out of the sound down. You just got to listen to Carl. Oh, that's my job. That, oh, I don't yeah. know if you know, that's my job. It sounds like you oh, guys... No way. Have- yeah. It sounds like you guys have seen this movie before, but usually Mike is the audience who's never seen it, and I let him know what's going on. That's my gig. Yeah, we've seen this a couple of times. However, full disclosure, I've seen Burglar one million times. Mm-hmm. It's not my first rodeo when it comes to Burglar. I, I have a copy of the DVD at home. Uh, and, well, right in my home studio, I should say. I love this film. When I first found out she was in it, I was like, whoopee! <laughs> Goldberg. Well, Carl, we were talking about the history of this film. This was based on a detective books by Lawrence Block, and it was a white guy thief. And they were supposed to have Bruce Willis play the white guy thief That's with right. Whoopi as his yes. sidekick. And Bruno said, I'm out of here. i got to go to Montclair State College. Fuck you. And... So Whoopi became the star, and Bobcat became the Whoopi sidekick. And uh, Lawrence Walk's like, wait a minute, my character is not Whoopi Goldberg. But his loss, I think this is a great movie, and it's a good way to introduce the the series. Now, when they, I saw an interview for this with Whoopi, and they were like, how did the, you handle the change in gender? And she said, we just removed all the things about sex, and a woman could play the part. Oh, so probably in the original, he was rubbing his hand against the the dental, the female dentals. So we see mirrors on the ceiling. We're basically seeing a lot of things in the apartment that make Whoopi think that this guy's a jerk. Nothing wrong with seeing your big mouth. Yeah, but you know, missionary style. You look up at the ceiling, you see your pale ass. It's exciting. Um, what's not believable in this film is she puts the ice cream back. I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> it is dryer, so fuck that shit. It's, dryers it's for life. Look at all the Chung King. Yeah, look at the old dryer packages. <laughs> Chung King. Chung King, yeah. A lot of frost in that freezer, too. Oh. Lean cuisine. Because if you ate that jewelry, you wouldn't gain a pound. <laughs> wow! So the Why guy you wrote, take the... Uh, he won. Let's see. He won the Peabody Award for peeing on somebody. <laughs> somebody. 
<laughs> Mr. Peabody does not appreciate that joke. I lived my entire life as a Peabody. Now <laughs> we don't just pee on anybody. If you guys know this film, you know that there's some very unfunny stuff going on right now. What do you mean? She's she's doing well. Right pretty now. funny here. That's All right, listen to the audio. Listen to the audio. No, I would not watch dogs fighting. Ah, but this, I would watch dogs and cats. Oh, she's sounding French. Yeah, yeah but she's talking about this. I I wouldn't wear this. I wouldn't watch dogs fucking this. <laughs> and then she's like, Oh, I would watch dogs fucking this. The book was be called, the, fashion. Um, the book was called Burglar in the Closet. Um and it was it was a it was a hit, you know. Lawrence Block, just like you said. And he also did a walk among the tombstones, Mr. Blueberry Nights and Eight Million Ways to Die. Oh, I love that movie. Eight Million Ways to Die. Have you ever seen that? Do you recommend it? Should Great. I yeah. yeah, if you see it, you know, it's not going to pop up anywhere, but if it does pop up, go ahead and check it out. I read a comic book version of it, too. It's The, the book itself is about, like, a, a thief in recovery. Like, he's, you know, he's trying not to drink during the whole escapade. And yeah, that's It's a pretty right. solid that's, movie. Right. The book, I think, in my opinion, is a lot deeper than the movie. Yeah, the hey, movie's the way, flashy. The movie... watch. Yeah, a lot of product placement in this. I want to go to Sharper Image after watching this film, buy an answering machine. Yeah, that answer machine, yeah. Sharper Image. Do you remember when James Bond used his Sharper Image credit card to Jimmy open the door? Right. It was Roger Moore. That was a time to kill, I think. So what's happened here is our hero has come home with a girl, and now they're doing it. Oh, right. Do you, do you, do you, do you want me to sing uh, Trapped in the Closet? There was Whoopi in the closet, closet, and there was Whoopi on the bed. Because there's Whoopi happening in the bed, and there's Whoopi in the closet. Yeah, they were, they're making Whoopi in the bed, and they're, they're hiding Whoopi in the closet. Well, she knows what it is. Whoopi don't touch, don't Whoopi. touch that bed. It's got Whoopi on it. Oh. Got a good view. That is some 80s ass right there. She's locked in the closet because, now. Because everybody locked wow. the closet door. Kicked to the face and then locked in the closet. Yeah, you got locked in the closet door. You never know what's going to happen during sex. During doggy style, she might steal your clothes. I saw I this know. Tom Cruise movie, and he was in the closet. Uh -huh. Which movie was that? It's all career. <laughs> the funny thing is that he never came out. He's still there. My third scene in Eyes Wide Shut. In Eyes Wide Shut, he goes, ugh, straight sex, blech. Blech. I mean, he's been in the closet so long, he's got mothballs. Well, that's not his balls, short, her mom. <laughs> his balls are mom. How do you smell muscles? With your nose? Hold the wings. Hold, hold the wings. wings. <laughs> yeah. Okay, 
So, Carl, here we go. What's happening? Uh, okay. He, she heard a murder is what's happening. Now, her bag is missing of the jewels, and she heard him get murdered. He heard there the he girl leave. Yeah, he had sex. The girl left. Somebody, some man came in. And you Ready. see there's a dental, a, a piece of dental equipment stuck in his chest. Was he supposed to be framed? No, she doesn't get framed. They find out she... Later on, they discover that she was there, and that was their way to to frame her. They didn't plan to frame her. Gotcha. So now she's with her best friend, Carl, in San Francisco, like, pouring out her woes. And she needs the twenty grand. And Bobcat suggests she goes on twenty thousand dollar pyramid. It's so obvious. <laughs> He's, he always plays the jet Xer in these movies, right? He's always got the ironic uh, Hawaiian T-shirt on it. He's always referencing TV and uh, Police Academy. He's like watching Lou the Beaver and crying. Right. Uh, remember, he was watching a Family Affair when uh, Family Affair. When that guy. That's what it was. Yeah, he went in undercover. That was pretty cool. Yeah, right. That was just is on patrol. Yeah, I love that. Well, because that was an aesthetic, like, to be an ironic white guy in the 80s. You had to wear, like, an ironic T-shirt, and you have to like Bobcat, for sure. I mean, he, his humor was the epiphany of it. So they're talking about how they hate Bruce Willis. <laughs> Fuck Bruce Willis. Sam Glad he's not in this movie. Sam Kinison hated Bobcat and accused him of stealing from him. Wasn't it Andrew Dice Clay that they butted heads? They butted heads with? Well, that was, I think, on Howard Stern's show. Yeah. It was sort of fabulous. Yeah, come on. I mean, Sam Kinison and Bobcat. Bobcat's a really strange bird. I don't think anyone's like him. Right. I think that I mean, there was some screaming. That's And, you know, that's what Sam Kinison was all about. So that's why he was accusing him. I don't know. He was a very uh, troubled man, Sam Kinison. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. He, was, he, had a lot of, he had a lot of demons. Oh, there we go. Channel 2 News, Barbara Simpson. Yeah, what we're finding oh, out yeah. now is that Susan Sarandon that's has real. been... A, has been uh, not arrested, but taken in on suspicion of the murder of her husband. What is that across the street, Mike? What is that across well, the street? Well, that's not Is that... That's the street. Looks it's like probably the Red Victorian. Looks like the Red Victorian. I know it's, it's by a school. Yeah. Red Victorian. Oh, you think it's the Red Vic? That's way further down. Yeah. Look at the Keith Haring t-shirt. Look across, look across the street. When you when you see it out the window, it looks like all red. I think it's a head shop now. Like I, I don't think it's the Red Vic at all. I, I think it's on the, a couple of blocks further uh, down. Oh, do you? Okay. Yeah, because there was a, a record like, store that like was. Watching, I like watching the scenes, the San Francisco scenes in this movie, and picking it out. I can pick out. Well, this is the perfect movie for it. 
right? There's a, there's a lot of scenes where, especially the car, when she gets, she's on a motorcycle, she drives all around the city. Right. Be prepared, Carl. I have notes about the, the chase scenes. Okay. Can you believe they go down Fifth Street? And then they're on Fifth Street? Give me a break. It doesn't make sense. Okay. That doesn't make sense. funny scene in which he gets mad at the door. Ah. Uh. Why, because it's a jar? Yeah, look at that. Damn screen door. Now, here's some serious Susan Sarandon acting. <laughs> she won her first Oscar. Talented. And her lady. best supporting goes to Susan Sarandon, Barglar. Now, he really is the, going for the lawyer. His name is Carson. Carlson? What's coming up with this movie? Like Johnny Carson. Carson. Oh, I was just saying, there's Carl and there's Carl. Oh, Carson. Okay. thought this guy likes a lot of Carls. Now, this is funny because it's like, how long can they keep me? And he's like, 72 hours. And she goes, how many days is that? And he's like, it's, uh, uh, uh. He starts doing the math on the fingers. Uh, that sounds like a really bad lawyer. Wow. This is how she meets Tim Robbins in prison. <laughs> Jeez. What would be coming back? The Shawshank. It's been like two minutes without Whoopi. I'm I'm gonna go to the theater manager and demand my money back. You promised that a movie with eighty percent Whoopi, she's not in this scene. It makes it down to seventy five percent. I would like a refund. Actually, Leslie Ann Warren makes this makes Whoopi and Bobcat's acting look awesome. He's upstaging Bobcat Goldwaite and acting. Now we find out that she um, opened her mouth to the cops and she explained that there was a black woman in her dental office and she let it slip that, you know, her ex-husband has all this jewelry laying around. And so then they find out, well, there was evidence of a burglary. So they're going to try to... Pin it on Whoopi now. Do you, do you think she's the killer? Susan Ann Warren? Uh, in? I can't tell you because it'll ruin it for you, but she does die in the end. <laughs> oh, all right. You know, as long as you don't ruin it for me. John Goodman. Okay, so here's John Goodman. Right. You can tell right. what year it is by how fat he is. I'm telling you, this is when he was the coach in Revenge of the Nerds. He just looks this way back then. That was the thinnest he ever was. He's bigger than that in this film. Oh, wow. So check out the neighborhood. Right. Well, that place is That's that's almost Daly City Mission Boulevard. Yeah, maybe they're in the Excelsior. Or Castle District. Excelsior. Now, look at that. Look how far they are. Yeah, they're down by the pan. Uh, 
Petro Hill? Does not Dog make pass? sense. Beyond Petro. Oh, yeah. But yeah, it's a city block without a fucking building in it. What's going on? You can build a fucking condo in that space. Yeah, you wouldn't find that in 2020, would you? No way. We know there was a. They're checking out Whoopi, like her residence, her place of business, and they're coming up empty. So they're going to call her if she had a record. Oh, by the way, I want to say something. So that was Dennis Richmond, Channel 2 News. On the news, they're actually talking about a string of burglaries happening in, like, on the peninsula, which is where I am. And they say San Carlos is on the screen, and then you can hear him actually say Redwood City, and that's the city I live in. Wow, that's so cool. Which you love. And she she actually talks about San Mateo. You call it Redwood Shitty, I remember. (laughs) Oh, yeah, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, everyone from Walnut Creek does that. Stand up, right? Deadwood shitty. Yeah, Deadwood, Deadwood shitty. You got it. <laughs> yes, that is the joke. Carl, Carl is a stalker <laughs> on my joke. She lives in the neighborhood where you can see the skyline from your house, like uh, up in Pure Hill like that. It's so nice. What is that? Where's that? Okay, now, the lawyer well, was just on the phone saying we should meet. And she's like, I'll call you back because she sees the cops coming. Right. But she's no fool, Whoopi Goldberg. She's got it all planned out if the cops ever come. She's got her New York Police Department uh, deadbolt already. Look at these little... Those are San Francisco staircases, and the door probably has an automatic crane up in the apartment to just open it up. Now she's getting herself a snack because she figures she's going to have to hide out for a long time. Thanks of everything. Yeah, the Lunchable should be done by now. Or like wherever she's going, she's going to need food. Now, she hears them banging the door. Police! But she's so casual. She knows what's up. Cat and mouse game. So he gave his weight throughout this movie? Yes. He ate Whoopi's snack. <laughs> Well, I'm watch this. Caloric. She to kick in the door. <laughs> and she gets hurt. Yeah, the dead. <laughs> All the they neighbors actually, are watching. They match, they oh. match Goodman up with her really well. They make a good couple. Then when she falls down the stairs. Ooh, city life, nightlife. There's Cobra. Yeah, like now, but it's different neighborhoods all the time, I feel like. Right, I've noticed. Like, this one kind of looks like somewhere North near Beach. North Beach. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of North Beach neighborhood with, like, the delis and the restaurants. Well, wait till Carl can't wait until we get to the car chase, the motorcycle chase, so we could point out all the inaccuracies. Correct. <laughs> That's going to be an exciting 20 minutes. Oh, how that can't be right there where he was, where she was, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. This movie breaks all the rules, but it's fun about it, though. I mean, like, you know, you can't really fault it. 
Oh, there's the house from Electric Dreams. Remember when his right, computer went right. Now we have Bobcat, like, saying, what, what's going on up there? Like, mister, out of here. Mind your business. Sure, this is a comedy club. Go to Cobb's Comedy Club. I pay taxes! Now, in my opinion, <laughs> this is extraordinary overkill. They can't open the door, so they... Uh, Burn down the... Yeah! Yeah, because it's actually, you see, it was double reinforced steel doors. Oh, yeah, a lot of apartments have those. Wait a minute. Not at all. Well, she wanted a window there anyway. She in the closet again. They freak out and start shooting. They just bleed. Yeah, if you look at the wall, they have like a parishion or part in the middle of it when they're going up the staircase. It's just kind of a style, you see. So now when the door shut, it set off this alarm and it's really annoying them. So they finally clip it. Phew. This is really Damn. overkill, right? I mean, she's not a, you know, serial killer. She's Jigsaw from the movie Saw and Saw 2 and Saw 3. They either shoot up the morphine into their eyeballs or cut their arm off. I saw 2. Saw, oh, you saw 2? Next door, it has Marcy Price, by the way. I don't know if that is. Huh. Good old Marcy Price. Oh, look, it's the San Francisco Gay uh, Men's Choir. <laughs> I think that's redundant, Mike. Oh, the choir part? Yeah, well, no. Well, she didn't, wasn't the closet again. Okay, she was oh, in the, her, the like, safe room. room. Her panic room. And now she does a so very just, unfunny joke. I just had the floors redone. Ah, uh, oh, hey, it's the Academy of Science. So now they're going Unless to meet yeah, exactly. with the lawyer. Oh, literal, a literal shark outside a shark right. tank. That's my favorite TV show right there. Shark Tank. Now, he doesn't notice Whoopi until she smiles. <laughs> Come on, Frisco people. Come on. I don't know I don't know which one of your impressions I like better the bobcat or the whoopee I think the whoopee because like the it's a little bit more racist now she is our Star Trek connection as you know she was a regular on the next generation mm-hmm. yeah which you know at the time was kind of crazy because she was like an A-list star and she was just chilling on a TV right the thing is, though, when I watch Star Trek, I like to suspend disbelief. You know, they're out in space or whatever. And then I would see Whoopi Goldberg with the pizza on her head, and I'd be like, oh, yeah, we're in a sound studio in Los Angeles. You didn't think it was great that she, she played the bartender. She was in the movie Generations. I mean, she, she was a good anchor in that show. I mean, she, she, it was a TV show. Like, you didn't watch any Star Trek and go, oh, they're in a fucking sound studio in Burbank. With right. The... I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. 
Didn't watch the Unborns. Go back to go back to even go back to the original series and how uh, John Belushi on FNL parodied it. Parodied it. it. And it's like it's like totally fake. Yeah, it was just fake. Now, lawyer Carson is like, "Did you kill this person? Did you kill the husband? Tell me, I want to know." You clearly did. You need to get out of town. Right. Well. Huh. Now, there's a lot of movies where they, they meet in an aquarium and talk. Yeah. You know, it's a good location. And Big Little Lies was in Monterey Bay, and, and they had a lot of scenes at their precious little aquarium over there. Did you guys watch Pretty Little Lies? Speaking of uh, North, Northern California. I did not write. You mean Pretty Little Liars? No, no. Big Big Little Lies. That's the name of the show. The one on HBO. I guess no. No, I've not seen it. It's, it's good. The first season is really good. I, I have a chance to see the second season right now, and I'm debating whether or not to uh, use my quarantine hours. My quarantine hours are very precious, Carl. I only have 14 hours a day to watch television, mm-hmm. and I have to be selective. Understood. Yeah, we're all we've all been there. Because so, at any moment I could just turn off and watch Sound with you again. So right now, GW Bailey is on the phone with his agent saying, "Please make another Police Academy movie. Get get me out of this movie." <laughs> what do you mean I'm not a mannequin too on that move? I was the main character. I thought the main character in Mannequin was a little stiff. Yeah. Well, she she got her places down. Ah, right, don't fit them. Fit and play. Fit and play. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Now, when Whoopi was in the apartment, she saw all these matches from bars. So what she's trying to do now is go to those bars and try to find somebody who knew the uh, the deceased, because it's gonna lead her to who's the real killer. And is that lazy writing, or is he fine with that? This whole movie's lazy writing. So, Bobcat's saying, he read in the Wall Street <laughs> Journal that if you line your stomach with oil, you won't get drunk no matter how much you drink. That's true. I learned that from a kid in high school. Yeah. And then we smoked some banana peels and got fucked up. Yeah, we got fucked up mellow. I was mellow. Mellow yellow. Also, if you take vitamin C before you drink, the vitamin C will absorb the alcohol, and then the vegetable oil will buffer it. Yep. And you you don't have to get Yeah. Now, Bobcat is going to try to pick up some girls, and when he does, we should listen. Let's say that guy's picking up on Bobcat. One pure Royale. This sounds like a fancy bar. Yeah. Good old Parker's on fifth. So One she's showing the, the picture of the victim. Oh, yeah. Okay, let's listen. Let's listen. All right. I 
<laughs> now this guy is a some is a comedian or something. I didn't do my research. You know his face, right? Oh, yeah, Rick. Hey, he's right. He's got those doughy little eyes. Doughy eyes. You wonder what his comedy act was during the eighties. You ever step on a Rubik's cube going to the bathroom? No, it was hurt. Wow, look at her hair. It looks like a scarf. <laughs> Those are the San Francisco coyotes that roam the streets right on her head. Hey, I know you, Whoopi Goldberg. You won an Emmy, a Tony, an Oscar, and a uh, you got Grammy. You're right about that. You Mike. Sit down like. I'm personally not yeah. impressed with Whoopi, but I'm in the wrong. She won an Emmy, a Grammy, an Academy Award, and a Tony. Yeah. Well, the Tony was for her. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Carl and I knew when, in New Jersey, uh, she had a show on Broadway in the 80s, and they would That's show right. the ad, like ad sex yep. on television. It was always the same routine. Check out my blonde hair with her with a T-shirt on her hair. And uh, it was a bunch of characters, and I think this movie is great right. because it gets, she gets to do characters in this movie, you know, and it kind of reminds right. me of, of her original show. So she must have won a Tony for that. I know that the Grammy must have been from recording. Oh, is that uh, Clarence Clemming? I don't think so, because he would be playing the sax. He'd be playing the sax. I'm an idiot. So now I'm being racist. How about me? I just see a black musician, and I think it's Clarence Clemens. I'm out here. I don't know how racist that is, Mike. I'm going to give you oh, lessons. Let's oh, yeah. All right. Thanks. Ah, uh, the old payday. Okay. Or, so oh, mayday. they're I going from payday. bar to bar and they're striking out. So now they're going to go into this bar and they're going to get lucky because the woman next to them goes, Hey, guys, I'll talk to you as long as you're not a couple of dentists. And they go, huh? Oh, they found their woman. I can't tell you how many times people say that to me. And she is a great drunk. She really is. That's Susan they Sarandon again. They to me when they see the clown paintings on the wall. Yeah. Clown well, you got to keep them out of your base. Uh, what was... That's how he came. To, he had a show, uh, Bobcat, with the clown. Uh, Shakes the clown, right? Yeah, yeah he wrote a movie. He wrote, directed, and starred in Shakes the Clown. Can I can I brag for a second? They did a stage reading of Shakes the Clown screenplay at the San Francisco Comedy uh, Sketch Fest, and I got to be one of the. Who read it? Who read it? Who's Wait, I got to interrupt because this yeah. is one of Michael's favorites. This right yeah. here is is a monkey. Oh, all right. That I'll is wait. not, that is not Mike Nesmith. That's right, that Michael Mike Nesmith. Nesmith. No way. That's Michael Nesmith? Yeah. From the 80s. Produced this movie? Really? That's, he did a lot of, a lot of TV back there. So Michael Nesmith, uh, the old where like, to? And Bobcat's like, home. And he goes, where's home? And he goes, just drive around. I'll notice it. It's got like a mailbox. What was Takes the name of Michael Nesmith's movie? Uh, Head? Head? H-E-A-D? No. He did a... Oh, he, he produced Repo Man. 
he produced tape heads and he had a sh- elephant parts was a video he did and then he had a show called elephant television parts part. elephant parts elephant parts yeah and and tape heads yeah. was great with uh, Tim Robbins and John Cusack yeah I thought Susan Sarandon was terrific. One of my favorite movies also. And Joe Biafra shows up at the end. He goes, uh, at least they're going to arrest you like they did Joe Biafra. And you go, oh, that was Joe Biafra. Blow mine. John Huzak? Bye, huh? John Huzak. That's Zach. John Balzac. John Balzac? Okay, so now we're going to get a funny thing about her being a cat burglar. We should listen. All right. He's got no hair. Oh, it's Bob. a little early. Never mind. Right now we're learning about who was the guy's friends, and one of them uh, was a bald bartender. And we'll come back to that later. Oh, and the other one was a guy he'd always go, here's Johnny. Wait a minute. Can I... So I was, I, I'm trying to brag. I was on the cast reading, the, the table read for Shakes the Clown uh, about five years ago. Uh-huh. It was Bob Kenny, Tom Kenny, uh, 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 Florence Henderson showed up, uh, Julie, Julie Brown from Earth Girls Are Easy. I got to hang yeah. out with her. And, uh, oh, that uh, comedian Kevin uh, that does impressions, uh, Pollock, Kevin Pollock was I said next to him. Pollock, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. It was fun. It was my only highlight and I, I got to read a couple lines. Okay, let's listen now. All right. Okay. <laughs> what are you doing? What? Keep listening. Okay, now this is the bad guy's hideout on Batman. Yeah, that's right. Well, those are the crazy San Francisco street parkings on the hill like that. You got to turn your uh, tires a certain way. Look, there's Venom's house. Yeah. Did you see Venom? Yeah, and that 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 was he lives right next door to the penguin. Yeah, that's right. The sequel. Okay, so Whoopi hears the cops coming again, so she's out of there. But Bobcat is going to cause a hell but, of a disruption. But they're at the, but they're at Bobcat's apartment. That's Bobcat's apartment. Right. Yeah. Well, they already tore down Whoopies. Right. That's. This is where comedy legend meets comedy legend. Listen to Sound the, Goodman. Listen to the audio. Well, she broke into this man's apartment and stabbed him. And I can talk to you about that. But first, we'd like you to go brush your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the mural. Now, she's on the trail of one of the friends who um, who the victim knew and who's an artist and shows she's here finding out the the location of this artist she she's going to be a sleuth now she's going to go from person to person trying to find the killer 
So she's the burglar out of the closet and on the trail. That would be my novel name. Now, this is a great some, some pretty funny Bobcat stuff here. All right. Because Bobcat will say, like, you know, Police Academy, that was in the past, you know, and then just need to move on. And I'm sure, like, if you said, this is my favorite movie, he'll probably say, well, that was, like, 33 years ago. It's time for you to move on. But it was funny. It's funny stuff, you know? The thing is, Bobcat, in every single movie he's in, he's the same guy! You know, he never moves on. He's always doing his shtick. Well, those and those and those movies, but I mean, he became a movie director and he uh, he acted in some of them. I'm trying to think if he's done like stuff outside his own direction that uh, he's not crazy like that. You know, recently. since 2012, well, he's been a yeah, regular. Well, no, yeah, he changed his character, right? <laughs> oh, I love that. Oh my God, he says it's a people aquarium. That's one of the best lines too. Ah, uh, well, he did God Bless America and uh, World's Greatest Dad, which is a terrific film, and did a movie about uh, Bigfoot. He did a movie. He convinced his friend they were shooting a movie called Windy City Blues, and it was all a scam. They were just pretending to shoot this movie, and he uh-huh. made a documentary about it. <laughs> really? That's um, funny. Yeah. Oh, he did this movie about a woman who had sex with a dog, like... A guy is on is uh, in a relationship, and she reveals that she slept with slept with a dog. And Bobcat directed a lot of episodes of the Jimmy Kimmel Show. He's like a television director oh, as well. Oh, really? Wow! You know, since 2012, he's been a regular on that uh, radio quiz show. Wait, wait, don't tell me. Oh, how great! Yeah, I haven't listened to that show in years. This is my favorite scene. This little white yuppie that she she just completely convinces them. Like, you know, he's scared. She's she's pretending to be homeless from the 80s homeless. He thinks she's a drug addict. She pretends like she's about to die. And, you know, it's just because I'm looking for Renita Moody, you know? Because I didn't tell me to bring this stuff over here. I, I, I imagine you probably was real nervous when you opened the door and checked my ass out. So I didn't know what to do, you know? But I figured five or how many could it be on one floor? I think it's shut up. Yeah. Oh, she's great in this movie. She just—they just take her for face value, and she just walks all over them. Now he's seeing dentist equipment, and this makes her think maybe he's the killer. Well, there's, yeah, the, or there's one of the tools right there. He might just have the cleanest teeth in there. The coincidence. Nice loft. Actually, it's kind of a shitty loft. Yeah, Texas loft. You know, give me a room. Who he's got a printing press. He makes his own zine. And a killer dog. Oh, 
Well, yeah. I mean, in the 80s, you always had to have a baby-eating dog in your apartment. Now, that printing press oh. is very important to the plot, okay? We find out that they're doing counterfeiting. And that cleaver comes in handy, or uh, you got to nose the chicken there. Yeah, well, she part. sees that the dog loves chicken, and when she comes back later and breaks in, she uses chicken to not get eaten by the dog. By the way, listeners, oh, that was a Carl spoiler alert. That's right, a Carl spoiler alert for you. Oh, uh, I don't you're know if you're a regular you're listener. Kidding. I always spoil the movie. Mike it makes that a, a request. That is part of my gig. <laughs> Well, I get I get very tired of these movies very quickly, so I just tell Carl who dies, how does it end? Yeah, is burglar going to be okay at the end? Um, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Um, this, this movie is so suspenseful; it makes un uncut gems look like a uh, sleigh ride. Only Susan Sarandon will die in the end. Now, Whoopi had those circular glasses and a lot of stuff. She showed up in, in Moonlighting oh. at the time and put herself. That's her, like, signature look. She wears them on the... Yeah, that was part of her. Yeah. Well, yeah, the poster, she has, like, a turtleneck, a leather jacket, and those glasses. If you wear glasses, sometimes you find ones that are right for your eyes. Like, mine are always square and try to be frameless because of certain features on my eyes. They hide you know, they hide defects. Now, notice that ah. WKRP in Cincinnati is on the TV, and the director who made this film directed WKRP in Cincinnati. Hugh Wilson, I was wondering about that. Did he direct, like, Bachelor Party, like, the names that were, like, Adam Sandler movies in the movie? The name you no. would know is Blast from the Past. He he directed that one. Uh, Brendan Fraser and Alexis right. Silverstone. How right. I not know that one. Okay, so they need to find out the bartender's real name, not his uh, alias. So Bobcat's going to freak out. Let, let's listen. Okay. No idiot, it cannot be. Oh, it's a second hitman. Yes. I think maybe it's something like that. Here it comes now. He's gonna freak. something oh no um i have to can you guys pause oh michael oh, i'm gonna kill you okay i'm paused at 102 17. okay you said 17 yes okay all right perfect here we go it is three two one go So now he signs his correct name, and that was their whole. That was Danny Deschi, by the way, playing his uh, head. 
They're without a pencil. Right. Well, he does. He does that sometimes. He'll he'll play like William Orchestra on his head, on his skull. So now they know his real name. So Whoopi's going to break into his house and try to find some evidence. There's a lot of phone books and phone boots in this movie. Yeah. You know, when the yeah. internet came, the phone book went away, but there's no good substitute. Yeah, like if I need a good plumber uh, that it's, whose company begins with the letter A, 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 where am I going to find that? Not in a phone or book. Or if I'm looking for, what if I need like a pizza coupon or a taxi coupon? Where Where am I going to find that? Phone book. Now, Whoopi got her name from farting. She, uh, when she wasn't famous, she'd be waiting to go on stage and she wouldn't be in the bathroom and she'd be farting. And then people would say, you sound, one person said, you sound like a Whoopi cushion. And she just took that as her name. Wow. Well, that's very distinguished, I guess. Now, she's going to jump across this roof. It's very scary. It's rainy. And it's, like, when she did this, I was scared for her. I know it's a movie. I was suspending disbelief. Well, I mean, come on, man. She has to, uh, she's a cat burglar. It's in the job description. Here we go. Made it. Whoa. Cats always land on their feet. Right. Same thing's More true for shoes. Placement. Let's count how many products you can find. Budweiser. Budweiser. Raisin. Oh, this the uh, raisin. Yeah. Oh, uh, Oreo cookies. Listen, Hugh Wilson needs to make some money, so you know, and throw in that product placement. Trapped in the closet. She really loves closets. Yeah, the secret corner. She knows just where to go. Yeah, probably in the closet. The French call it closet. Le closet. Close it. They call it a closet because you have to close it. Whoa. That's $100 bills in the 80s. You know how much coke you could roll up and snort with that? Okay, so now she goes to the artist's house where a dog will eat her alive. Yikes. But she brought the chicken, right? Right. Dogs love raw chicken. Lone Star beer. That's the thing about these laws. You could just go through the air vents. You always have to check for an alien behind you. Like, you need your friend on the little radar to see if there's an alien in the air vent. It is always possible.
That dog can't wait to eat whoever's dropping out of, out of that vent. Now, the guy who made this into a screenplay, uh, he started he uh, his career doing Teen Wolf, which I think is a favorite of yours. I, I'm well aware of Mr. Teen Wolf. Yeah, that's a good movie. And he did Commando with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Wow, this guy can write. Oh, he yeah. Went he from, did a lot. Uh, Teen... uh, Luke Cage, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., Legion, Smallville, Jessica yeah, Jones. I guess I don't know that one. That's uh, Netflix. He's, he's friends with Luke Cage. Oh, okay. <laughs> Makes sense he got that gig. Yeah. Now, what's funny is G.W. Bailey starts out as the guy who's squeezing her, right? But throughout the film, as they interact more and more, they become friends. Yeah, that's right. They both need each other. Well, they both, they both like to hang out together. So now what he's doing is he's saying... Look, the real killer was this artist guy, and th somehow there's counterfeit money involved. And what's amazing to me is Whoopi didn't take any of that counterfeit money. Right. Hey, you know, I can think of another 80s film where they had an artist uh, who was also a counterfeiter. Yeah? Live and Die in L.A. Right. Live and Die in L.A. William, William, uh, William Defoe plays a like a 80s artist who had counterfeits money. And Beverly Hills Cop 3, that's in the 90s, but the uh, amusement park was counterfeiting money. Yeah. What a train wreck that film was. Uh, yeah. Actually, All if right. you're interested in hearing more about that film, check out my brother's podcast, Probably Resents. I actually was a guest when we talked about uh, Beverly Hills Cop 3. Adam's uh, show and two other Here's a trivia question about to live and die in L.A. When he's uh, laundering the money, and before he starts distributing it, he needs to soften it up and make it feel like it's not, like, just came right off the press, right? So how does he right. do that? A dryer. Uh, Loves to launder money. dryer with it. Yeah, he goes to quarter machines. No, he no. throws a whole bunch of poker chips in. Oh, right, yeah. What a good oh, giveaway when you hear No respect for the other people in the apartment who might need the washer or dryer. That's right. He's always hogging it up. Yeah. Because he goes, <laughs> hey, I put a lot of money in this machine. I put a lot of money in right. this machine. <laughs> But I prefer to launder my money. I like to buy jewelry with my with my money, and that's how I keep the the flow going. So what uh, happened so was notices that she. Go ahead, Carl. Well, he just he he said the artist is obviously the one who killed uh, uh, the the victim here, but then they find out well the artist is dead, so he couldn't have done it. Interesting. Right, and now 
And now this guy, what's his name, uh, GW or whatever, is with uh, with Whoopi in a in a cafe, and he's wondering why she lied to him. And he's go, she's like, I didn't know that. And somebody else, it must be uh, who is it? Susan Sarandon, right? Right. That's who she yeah. thinks it is. <laughs> okay, but no, but you see, outside in the car is uh, the cops. Yeah, you know. Um, yep, he set her up. Right, he set her up. John Good. He's like Joey Pence. Now I said they were being friends, and they are, but he still set her up. To save his own ass. I mentioned she was in Arthur, but she was also in my favorite year. Right. <laughs> Leslie Ann Warren. That's always a name, like, you always hear, like, you know, like, you go, oh, I know who that is. Well, no, no, no. Her name is Anne DeSalvo. DeSalvo. That's her name. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah, yeah I got the one that I, The one that I thought was on SCTV. The one that's yeah. uh partner. The one you, who was in my, my big fat Greek wedding. Interesting. Sure. Look at this. So Rickley. She's in North Beach right now. Okay, here. Right, I, this is where... Mike, here comes the car chase, right? Yes, I got my nose. I know what alley that is. I know that alley. Yeah, what alley is that? It's the one right next to Red Boy. Yeah, right. Okay, so there she is. So that's North Beach, right? Yeah, that's like a Grant and oh. whatever it is, Columbus. Grant and Columbus. Okay, so we're at, so we're at Grant to Columbus right now. And off she goes. So, Corner right by the like the the church. Okay, that makes sense. There you go. Yeah. All right. So there, the North Beach. North Beach. Ooh, well, we get some hills too, and with cop chases, you know, your car has to fly up in the hill. All right. So there's North Beach still. We got the Quake Tower. Still North Beach because that was a uh, Quake Tower. Yeah. Yeah. A little San Francisco jump. This is mandatory when you're doing this case. It's bullet. I think this might be the trailer right there. So that's the totally far away from the city. Yeah. Look at how far they are from the city. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Now we're back in North Beach. Ish. No, I don't. Yeah, ish. We're like in a shelter. No, yeah, we're on the other side. We're all like, well, they're approaching uh, the Full House uh, Park, where where they ride a pony. Oh, oh, Alabama not Square. Like, yeah, well, not now. They're not nowhere near it. Oh, I know that alley. That's Alley Sheedy. Uh, right. Wham. Alley Shady. All those trees. Oh, that must be 22nd. So what is that? 28th in Dahara, it said. Oh, wow. Oh, so they're out of mission. When Mike and I went to the Full House house, we started singing uh, Charles in Charge. <laughs> Just to piss it off. Like, yeah, I guess this is the out of mission. Yeah, that's what Scott Bayo. So this is what Petrero Hill again? 
Oh, no, mission. I can't even tell anymore. No. I can that, that, so here we go. No, this is the Cheryl Hill. It's right by the footbridge. So this is the footbridge uh, that goes from, like, Cheryl Hill into the uh, General Hospital and the, the mission, right? I mean, like, but then she she turns and suddenly she's in Alamo Square. Now we're in Western Edition. Right. Like, other right. Uh, across the street, park. See, Carl, this movie's so unrealistic. It just doesn't make Half sense. To the elevated sidewalk across from uh, Alamo Square. You see Alamo Square's on the other side. Right. When I lived in this neighborhood, we would drive around the park at 2 in the morning looking for parking. And now she is elsewhere. Well, she's driving a motorcycle. She gets around. Has a lot of uh, fender benders. Not it's not hell, maybe. There's the house from that old game. Yeah, a lot of car. Uh, looks like tender car knob. Stuff. Looks like the tender knob. Yeah, it looks like the tender knob. Where the Tenderloin and Knob Hill meets. Right. Uh, well, she totally, uh, how neat in those guys. Now John Goodman is frustrated and she's starting to unload on her. And he says, I should have kicked that door in. I think that needs to be said. <laughs> Now we're back in Western Edition, I think. Right. No, it's the marina. Towards, it's marina. Now going down toward the wharf and the marina. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Mayday! Mayday! Mayday, dude. It doesn't exist. It never did, as far as I know. Yeah, no, you're right. It's like in in uh, 48 hours when they go to that country western bar in the mission. And my, like, how many times have I yeah, walked around uh, looking uh, for that place? Uh, uh, Torchie. Torchies, right? A, but you know what? That must be a gay bar because it says cocktail. Yeah, with a comma in between it. That's the giveaway. Okay, so the bartender that they found with all the counterfeit money, Whoopi is spying that they're like, I don't know, there's some sort of mob thing or something. They're they're taking them away and they're going to kill them. This goes much deeper than the dentist. By the way, when you say cocktail, I think of I've never met a penis that didn't have a story to tell. <laughs> it always does the same way. Oh, then I They sprung Susan Sarandon from jail, and uh, her and lawyer Carson are heading home. But who are they going to find inside? Who? Whom? Whom? This is when she dies. Except you guys have seen this film. That joke doesn't work. Yeah, no, we've already seen yeah, this film. No. We know what happens. Yeah. We just gave you the total inaccuracies of that car chase. Surely we know they don't die at the end. Mike, don't call me Shirley. Not on the show. Ugh. I love this leather jacket, yes. It's a great setup. 
Look at the shoulders she's got on those on that jacket. They're looking coat. Have you ever seen a San Francisco? Yeah. Well, we're almost towards the end. I hope. (laughs) (laughs) Let me see. Yes, we are. Well, there's about 15 minutes left, including the credits. And this is when she's going to put two and two together. You remember that the, the barfly, the drunk lady talked about this other friend who would come by going, here's Johnny, and the guy's name is Carson, and they hear the Tonight Show on the TV, and he goes, here's Johnny, and she puts two and two together. He's the killer. Right, like in the Shining. Not Susan Sarandon, does it? Susan Sarandon is a guest, but she got bumped. Don't know where you went wrong. This guy dresses like a yuppie. His name is James Handy. And um, I don't know. He's done a lot. Are you asking for Jim Handy? He was in Jumanji, Guarding Tess, The Rocketeer. He's always, he's never the star. No, but we need a rich asshole that's standing in the background. Right. He was in The Verdict. Um Probably played a lawyer. He was on TV in The Preppy Murderer as a lawyer. (laughs) Not another lawyer. I was reading for The Preppy Murderer. I know, he's so likable. Yeah. What do you call it? I said finally a murderer for me. What's that, Paul? What What do you call a thousand lawyers at the bottom of the ocean? A good start? A good start. Yes. Yay. Oh, let's keep them going. Do you know why sharks don't eat lawyers? Cannibalism? Professional. Uh, professional courtesy. Professional courtesy. Yeah. Any other lawyer jokes? Uh, oh, we have this guy in the uh, We're out of lawyer jokes. Sorry. Damn. Oh, no. I have more. Uh, let's, what's the let's difference the between audio. the let's, get let's hear the audio, Mike. Mike, don't pause the thing. Here's Johnny. Oh, no. Look at Carl. her blue eyes, man. Yeah. Well, look now at the map. It's going to be pulled from YouTube. Yeah, that's right. You know, the thing about Whoopi Goldberg, like, as a comedian, like, you can hit the tippy top, and where do you go from there? Like, you look at Bill Maher, he becomes a talk show host. She and went Whoopi to also you. is a talk show host. Like, yep. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, she did a lot of, like, uh, morning radio, too, prior to The View. Like, uh-huh. she used to be, like, a syndicated national morning DJ and talk about the day's events and stuff like that. I used to listen to it during the mid-80s, mid-aughts. But, yeah, so then... You know, you hit a point where, like, you're not really going to act, but you do have a daily talk show. 2007, she said, started that. Yeah, so it must have, so She's the radio must have been in the room. Whoopi. She's always on a payphone. So Whoopi's like, oh, this guy I know it was you. I know it was you. I know, I know everything. You're the guy. And so they arranged to meet. 
All right. But so he they meet at Stern Grove, which is this uh, uh, parky area that has outdoor concerts, uh, which got canceled this year. They're offering archived uh, live, previous live shows, but they're no longer doing a show for this year. But Because of the quarantine, right? Yeah, that's right. Well, because also they have bad taste usually, but it's like free concerts, and there would always be yeah. like a big star at the end. I went to a wedding in Stern Grove. It was very fancy. Matter of fact, they're having a virtual comedy day celebration uh, started an hour ago on Saturday. But this is Sunday. We're doing this on Sunday. I met yesterday. Right, right. Well, whenever this airs, it airs. Yeah. Whenever this podcast drops. Are they just jumping? They did it for, uh, they closed it down for the quarantine because they were very stern. Uh, <laughs> pun intended. Yeah. Carl, you were so disappointed when you found out it was in the Howard Stern Grove. You were like, why did I drive all the way over here? Why did I fly over here for that? And we went over to Robin Williams Meadow just for the hell of it. Yeah. Well, because you have Robin from uh, the Howard Stern show. You're also disappointed. Oh, yes. Okay, so here it is. Stern Grove. I love this scene. Like, it's all foggy. Man. And by the way, uh, Carl, how many fog machines did they use for this part? Good question. (laughs) Didn't go that deep. Uh, Carl, you want to know. All right, I have it right here. Uh, it was uh, 20 cases of imported London fog. They really paid the money. Wow. <laughs> yeah. wow. I'm going to say that's not real. And that's just gross. London fog, oh, that's pretty amazing. That's just not cheap. Well, no, they use Canadian fog. It was cheaper. Oh. It was, the fog was shot uh, in no. Georgia. That's travel no. time. No, it was Canadian mist instead. <laughs> the truth was, um, I went to see the clash in Atlantic City, and it was very foggy. And that's what Joe Strummer said to the crowd: "Twenty cases of imported London fog out there." Ever the showman. They were known for their theatrics. The, the, the clash. Oh, she like, flipped up her glasses. Watch out! Now she's fucking pissed. Yeah, he's. She's like, do you know how much money this gun costs? God damn it! You want me to grow that? Are you fucking mad? They hit a poor homeless guy. Boy, that woke up Christine. What? Hey, I'm trying to jerk off in the bushes. <laughs> Ow. Yeah. <laughs> now, Police Academy dude is recording them because they're going to get his Police confession. Illinois has a saving. So Ray's confessing. Hey, right by the 